What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to Split Screen D&D, the show where we are attacking all things Dungeons & Dragons. Ooh, you hear that? Sounds like the drums of war. Ooh, drums of war on the horizon. Mm -hmm. You know what that means. That means all things Dungeons & Dragons are getting attacked from both sides of the screen. Uh, my name's Tom Quinn, resident Dungeon Master here at Modern Myth. And I'm Josh Winans, resident player character here at Modern Myth. And before we dive into today's topic, I want to give a very special shout out uh, to a group of people who have been hugely supportive. Uh, we'd love to throw some support back their way. Nerd Night News, really awesome outfit. They are producing all sorts of articles, great content. You can catch them uh, across social media, but you can also catch them on YouTube. Jump over there, drop them a sub, drop them a like, say what's up. Uh, but they are covering... All things that us nerds care about. We're talking movies, games, comics, books. I mean, the the, the works. So get over there. Uh, Nerd Night News, thank you guys so much for all your support. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, we will uh, get right into it here, yeah. I think. Well, uh, before we move on, one, uh, links will be in the description to help. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and also, hey, while you're feeling so generous out there, internets, why don't you... Uh, Take a look at your boys here and uh, maybe drop one of them one like or two, you know, or, uh, you know, subscribe or hit that little bell bell. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. When he starts talking like that, you can't help yourselves. Uh, you probably can. Actually, you probably, you probably close this video immediately. <laughs> threw up in their mouths a little bit and immediately closed the browser. Oh, I'm done with this modern myth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Let's, uh, no, let's, but let's get into the topic yeah, today. Absolutely. I think it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, so, I uh, think so. You want to take us in? You want me to take uh, I can take us in. Okay. So we are very much a long form campaign. We like the one even by 20s. long form standards. Yeah, we we go one through twenty. At least that's what we're in currently. I don't know if we'll ever do this again, but it's 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 a really fun thing. But there's something magical about not delving deep deep into the pools of D and D, but just giving you a little give a little toes a little dip in the just pool, a little, a little, a little dip, pool. just and a little dip. I'm talking about one shots. One shots the bane the the bane of my existence. Though I am uh, I am fully prepared. The next time we sit down for a one shot, you guys are all getting uh, a right proper one shot. You mean no more three five shots or no more no more seven to ten shots. No more one to twenty. No more one to twenty shots. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, it's a, no, uh, I I think uh, I, I I love the idea of one shots. In fact, uh, hopefully in the near future here, I'm going to be sitting down in DM in the PM uh, oh. and talking with One Shot Mill, who oh. um, that's their game. So we'll 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 see oh. how much of what we talk about here today uh, holds up to scrutiny. I had no idea uh, that's so uh, topical I'm, here. So, well, yeah. you know, it's uh, that's what we do here. That's what we we're do on the here. cutting edge of D D news <laughs> here in Modern Myth. Actually, um, no, we're not at all, but that's okay. No, so <laughs> hey, you heard about this critical role effect? It's this brand new thing. Oh, right. <laughs> no, uh, let's jump in on some one shots. Uh, I don't know if you want to kick us off in terms of, uh, I, I definitely, I know I've got some things to say, but they're going to be coming from a totally misguided and. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, and I'm also in the same camp that I've, I've only done a few one shots. So I, there, there's something magical and fun about them, and I, I want to explore. Uh, Really, I, I have more questions for you. Okay. Uh, is man, it must. How do you? What gears need to switch in your brain from going from? Like, I, I, I think that, uh, and I think the, the what I like about this conversation is I've given a ton of thought to why I have found such little success in the one shot space, um, and I think I fundamentally attribute it to that. Okay. precisely that it's just it's a gear ratio you know i generally exist why i sit in that seat mm -hmm. uh is 
is for the long form. It's for the big, grand, epic, long form stories unfolding, watching players kind of tell their own stories between each other in the world. Um, but just like you, I think there, there are some really, really important aspects of one shots that can teach DMS and players a lot of things about even running long form games, mm, but that ooh. gear ratio switch that you're talking about, I yeah. really do think, um, the heart of running the one shot is going into it, not trying to make it a smaller version of a long form game. It's not that Ooh. it's not, it is not the same game, okay. just shorter. Yeah. It is a totally different experience. And I mm. really do think that, um, and, and I will still say, I think in the grand scheme of things, the space that I would prefer to be if I'm running a shorter game is a few sessions, but for a true proper one shot, I really do think, uh, I, I think something that I love about long form games that just has to go out the window is character introductions. Mm. Um, I, that, again, it's one of my favorite parts about, about a game unfolding mm -hmm. is characters sitting down at the table. Maybe I've worked with them in their backstories. Maybe I have an idea of who everyone is, but it's the first time you hear the persona you see, you know, and it's the first time that the characters, those start overlapping and stepping on each other a little bit. I love that about yeah, Longhorn. Yeah. It's, 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 like I said, it's one of my favorite parts is seeing those first, let's say the first five sessions where the party's really yeah. kind of, there's some really cool stuff that plays out there. Super awkward. Gone. Out the window. Like, just get rid of that shit. You know? Okay, yeah. I would no. go so far as to say I would not attempt to run a one-shot in which it has not been pre-decided that the, the, I mean, this is an adventuring party that's been traveling together for some time. They know each other. They, gotcha. you know, I mean, for that, even the pregame stuff, you know, the creation of those characters, I think should be, we should be sitting down to go, Hey, we're going to play a one shot. Let's make a party here. Let's, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Or, um, I'm not a huge fan of this. I think in some cases there's, it, it's necessity. There's a necessity doling out actual pre-made characters. And, yeah. and I know that players, uh, if I was a player, I'd much prefer to be given some com some constrictions to build my own character. Right. Um, but one of the big upsides to one shots, and this is something that I think you touched on uh, uh, before we started the conversation, is there's there's very little attachment, both from a DM and a player side. Oh, yeah. And and I actually want to pitch it back to you a little yeah. bit. Talk with me about what that does for you as a player. Mm -hmm. Um. And maybe you can even give us a little look through the lens of a a player who generally is pretty focused on the optimization of your character yeah. and the optimization of the way that character is operating in the world. Yeah. I imagine that there's some liberation in the one-shot space. Oh, yeah. so talk with me as a player a little bit about oh, that. There's a lot. Okay. So um, as you're talking, it's like, oh, you, that also applies to players, that you have to switch gears uh, backstory-wise and narratively with your with your character. I mean, when for our long form campaign or long form campaigns, the backstory can, I mean, they can get long. In oh our, yeah, you know, and when you do that for a one shot, you do this like seven page narration, and you only play for four hours. You your your backstory is almost more interesting than the one shot. Right, right, and uh, that's the exact opposite. And really, in four or five, however long your one shot's going to be, how much character development can really happen? Right. 
I mean, sure, some stuff can happen. Yeah. But I mean, the twists and turns that can happen in a long form campaign. You might have like one where he started off a douchebag and then he saved someone and he turns into a hero. I mean, you can have something like that. Right. Right. But yeah, you can't really do that. Uh, so I, I liked your idea of switching gears. Like I think even as a player, you got to switch gears that you not to do that. Yeah. I, and I think that does need to be a table wide, you know, like for our table, for instance, I certainly, the next time that we're running a one shot, I think I will be very explicit in the way I'm talking about running that game. Mm -hmm. Again, uh, I don't think it's really in my wheelhouse, uh, just by nature of, the way I think about the game and the way I operate in the game. Right. But uh, I also think I can I can immediately look at prior one-shots that I've run and go, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done that, shouldn't have done that. If I scrap all of those, we might have been in pretty good shape. Right. You know, and and that's, you know, so um, I I really think that this is, and this kind of piggybacks off of another conversation that we've had. It uh, has not aired yet, but we talked about some of the differences between old school and, oh. and new school D&D. &D. Yeah. I actually think the one-shot is a great place to take some take some pointers from the old school boys. Mm -hmm. um, one of the big considerations that they make with regard to character creation yeah. is in a game like fifth edition, that is kind of character living and seeing through the end of this story centric Right, is there's all sorts of reason to spend weeks drumming up a character and a fancy backstory right. versus an old school idea where now we're not necessarily thinking you're, dead at the end of the one shot maybe, maybe maybe not maybe yeah but it's a similar idea if whether you're dead or that character is just never resurfacing again right what's the point like you said in in you know even spending you know even writing up paragraphs worth of right you know and, and that's one of the big things i think you know they basically go old school editions rolling up characters was really easy because you did it a lot ah and yeah. and i i would even go so far as to say that um, finding certain uh, homebrew concepts that can that can streamline that mm -hmm. process and both process of play and process of that character creation. Right. Um, but as a as a by and large, I really think like like the the players that at at our table, I think my and I include myself as a as a DM. A tremendous amount of emphasis has been placed on the nuances of those characters. Mm -hmm. Just like I need to scrap out of the window all that character introduction stuff. And I think the players need to basically be prepared to go, this is who I am, mm -hmm. and I will end the session this same person. Yeah. There's there's no, I don't need to write in some conflict in my character arc. Right. It we're not going there. Right. You know? It's and, not about it's it's more about the environment and the world, not your character. Yeah. And I do think actually that. Again, we get back to some of the more, let's say, fundamental early edition D and D concepts, just because I think that, um, I think that the your classic dungeon delve, classic dungeon crawl, if it's a you know sleuthing through a mystery, if that's the one shot, whatever the 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 trope is, yeah, you're not grafting on a lot of narrative theatrics that you might yeah. be able to do in a long form campaign and to try and do so means not only are you not going to to get any payoff from those yeah. you're not even going to get to finish the, the the short story you're trying right. to tell so i think definitely and this all kind of falls under that banner of switching gears um one one note i will say is i i think that m m like 
much like with a, a player, even, even if you are a DM who really goes, man, I really like the doing the long form thing. Uh-huh. There are so much, many things in a long form game that I might be really interested in trying. Yeah. But I need an environment to play test the concept in. Right. And it's not a great look. You can do this and and you can you can get away with it sometimes, sometimes better, sometimes worse mm-hmm. uh in a long form game, but when you're really invested in keeping things cohesive and, you know, you don't want to roll a brand new mechanic that you've kind of been tinkering with yeah. or a brand new system and just kind of lay it onto your players and go, hey, guys, by the way, you know, but what better place than in a one-shot to to play around with, yeah. you know, with kind of experimental um, mechanics and and spaces? And and to me, that's the liberating yeah. part of it. And you you mentioned this earlier, and I didn't I uh, didn't take you up on it, was you were mentioning, like, hey, how do you, as a, as a mid-maxer, like, how do you approach one-shots? Yeah. And this is exactly right. I have zero problems with really going for an interesting combo mechanically that is just i don't know if i'd ever want to take in game um or uh so you can be like really go for pushing the power because in the game you don't want to overshadow your overshadow your uh, players excuse me overshadow your fellow players so you got to kind of walk that line one shot who really cares right if you're really freaking powerful whatever or what i think is even more interesting especially as a power gamer is to go the opposite direction because i will never ever build a not powerful character in a long form campaign i'm not gonna pl- i would not enjoy the game right but is a goofy character your yep. um cut we uh what's his name the guy who took one level in every class absurd. oh absurd yeah, yeah an absurd type character where it's more about just having fun and being silly yeah and just creating this character that you wouldn't want to play more than once or twice because right. you get sick of them. Right. But for that like four or five hour chunk, you just like, yeah, you're just having a ball. Well, I think I think that actually segues really well into uh, a conversation on kind of the 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 tonal differential. And that's not to say that in a, I mean, you can run a one shot that is full blown horror one shot. You can run a oh, mystery one shot. Yeah. You can, but uh, I think the cool part about a one shot and something that kind of comes to me when i think about running a one shot the ratchet straps that kind of crank down in my long form games on telling a a serious meaningful story yeah gone okay it's another one where it's just like who cares i mean if things go so off the rails that people are just cracking up and no one knows what the hell's going on great that's, it's one shot yeah to me that's a really bad look for a long form campaign. Not yeah. in in small chunks you can have a space in a long form campaign where things go off the rails and things you get You mean like you take an airship and uh, yeah, it's like, oh, let's like, spoiler alert on that one. Uh, but but yes, and I and, and the thing is is that that there's absolutely room for that. In fact, I think it's a necessity in a long form series game. Yeah. You need those breaks of those, levity. Yeah. yeah. Um but in the same regard, I don't think I would really want to play 
a one to twenty. That's nothing but that. Yeah, um, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's all sorts of gray area in between. I was say, I'm sure there's to, a game out there that's having a ball and all they're well, doing. Well, I is think just... Dimension Twenty has done a really oh, good yeah. job yeah. of kind of enshrouding their game in a fundamentally comedic space. Yeah, um, that's a lot of that's props to Brendan Lee Mulligan because he just runs a very comedic game. Yeah, um, but I. It's just a very different story, and I right. just know again for me as a DM, uh, and I'm sure there's others out there who are who they've kind of the the this world, this space that they've built, just by nature of the types of conflicts that are slowly arising, will only tolerate so much levity in right. in certain doses. A again, a one shot can be literally, and in fact, I actually think that our our most recent one shot mm -hmm. still a pretty serious tone. In fact, quite serious, mm -hmm. quite tone, serious all tone, things considered, because it was is still rooted in our actual campaign. Yeah. But and actually, the one shot that really my mind draws back to when I think about our one shots, and yeah. it's, I would say is more true to form to what the way I think about one shots is. The Vacos Corp, uh, the, the the international pyramid re research and development for oh, the that was a inter weird interdimensional pyramid okay. manufacturing. Not gonna facility. lie, I was just a little bit more on the wrong side of inebriated for that particular well, one. I, I mean, again, <laughs> and, and, and here's here's another thing. That's no problem for no. a one shot. Again, yeah. well, that's actually can be no problem in some cases for for a long form game too. But it's just uh, the what I what I liked about that one shot um as a as a a hair of context for everyone at home hi people at home from a from a, one of our old 1 to 20s you guys had a pretty grueling segment running through this interdimensional pyramid and it was I it was actually we committed genocide if memory serves you did and then and then you actually got tpk'd so it was kind of like a tit for tat yeah um <laughs> but so here's the interesting thing is that it was it was a really grueling environment i think actually all of us were ready to be out of it long yeah. before we actually were out of it yeah um, and I remember for the one shot going like, well, we all hated that environment. Like when it was done, we were just like, thank God that's over. Uh, and I remember going like, well, I'm going to use that same environment, but let's totally turn it on its ear yeah. that, you know, whatever a thousand years into the future, uh, Caravacos is still manufacturing these now. Now it's a giant corporation that's right. making these pyramids. Welcome to Vaco Corp. Welcome to Vaco's Corp. Um, <laughs> and, and the, and the thing is, is that then from square one, it was set out to be, uh, a, a much more levity-ridden experience. And I think that really does kind of come down to uh, the the headspace you're in as a DM when you're setting up those games. And and I just again, I may be I may be talk I, I may be preaching to the choir here. I may yeah. be the only one uh, well, talking just, on the yeah. subject, but I definitely don't think uh I definitely think there's people out there who up, will appreciate the opportunity and do appreciate the mm -hmm. opportunity to kind of switch off from real DMing, real serious, right. trying to spin together important narratives and and just kick back and play some beer and pizza D&D &D again. Right, and, right. And again, that's, to me, that's the one of the real benefits of the one shot is, is uh, I love DMing, but there's a certain amount of work-like quality to to telling meaningful stories right as much as you might enjoy that work um and i just think that again that a lot of that goes out of the window so i right. think well and and just think about that if i were a dm ugh, ugh, just thought about it it's disgusting <laughs> but uh if i were to be a dm and i was constantly in a serious campaign uh it would be um just 
going outside your wee- wheelhouse. Like we tell dramas. All right. Oh, now we're telling a horror story. Oh, that'd be kind of expl- and maybe you learn some lessons you can bring into the main campaign. I think it's basically what we're just summing up there. Yeah, but, but I love what you touched on there. I don't know if it's been said explicitly, but take those those things that you find that work really well because you have an opportunity to push the envelope in those one shot spaces. Yeah. So, like using the example you had, really going for a horror vibe. Yeah, maybe your and and this is not to say again you can't have places throughout your world. There could be a place that's full-blown haunted the yeah. whole vibe is horror well great maybe maybe you got to figure out what really sells mm-hmm. that in that again i i think it's a really good way of thinking about it as um a play testing space mm-hmm. almost yeah because again if your players if you get to the end of the day and you as a dm went like eh, i didn't care for that that much and your players go eh, i didn't care for that much You've learned a lot about and that session. Very little, na- like, oh, well, that was that. No, we don't, don't pick it up. You're not. It's not part of your long form campaign. Right. So and and you you walking away from the table and going like, I that just wasn't it. Yeah. There's arguably more to learn in that moment than there is in the moment where you go like, that was so much fun. I forget the quote, but we learn more from our failures and our successes. You know. That yeah. Whole, yeah. Yeah. And 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 I think. That is a call to when you are in that one shot space, mm-hmm. fail, because because if you're playing reserved like it's your long form game, like you're 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 you know you're staying too guarded, you're not you know what I mean, like right. really push the envelope. That to me is the the liberating factor of of a one shot game. Push the envelope to the point that you start to lose grasp of what it is. Like you know when you when you know where that line is, then you can kind of say okay. In my other games, I don't want to go that far. Right. But I, I've kind of, I figured out where my boundaries. I figured out how silly I can be before I start getting to be an annoying asshole. Yeah. I figured out how, you know, I, yeah. I and 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 that's an important uh, place to find. So a, a big thing I've thought about a lot, and one one shots are a good place to express this, um, is there are all sorts of places, both as a DM and a player. Um, I'm going to speak from the DM standpoint. I actually would love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. Where. You can avoid you can avoid places as a DM okay. uh, skill sets that you might have to tap into. Uh, the, this is coming off of the heels of the the notorious or infamous advice of don't over prep as a DM. Okay, so this is where this is kind of coming from. But I think in the context of a one shot space, it works really well. Is if you were always prepped to the T. Like literally you are just super, super well prepped. You might never find yourself in a place. You might find yourself in a place where you're doing improv with your, with your players, uh-huh. but not on any of the plot points. You're just, you know, okay, I'm improving this conversation, right. but I know exactly where this plot is ultimately headed. I know where allowing yourself to find your, find yourself in that space where you're like, I don't know what the hell's around the next corner. That is a skill set that you need to sharpen. Mm. And I will say the exact same thing about, about virtually every boundary you can push as a player or a DM. And I don't want to speak for players. I do yeah. want you to speak to this. But allow yourself to find the places where you start going, I'm way out of my comfort zone. And over the course of that three, four, five-hour one-shot space, mm-hmm. get out the file and sharpen sharpen those skills a little bit because you don't know when you may find yourself there inadvertently. Right. And those you might as well have a sharp tool 
when you get there, yeah. then go, oh, uh, uh, well, uh, I don't know. I'm not, you know, and and so I, there's a big thing I would be advocating for for a lot of DMs. Yeah. But talk to me in the player space of um, being, I, I guess, and sometimes maybe maybe you don't have as much control over putting yourself in those positions, but you yeah. may you may sometimes by other players or by the DM be put in positions where um, you are less comfortable in in that space maybe i'm maybe i'm speaking in dm speak here and yeah. and this is just isn't a, a applicable thing to to players or as much uh well the thing is that I, uh, for me and the way i play in long form uh is i'm not a big prepper i have a basic idea of what i want to happen during that game but i don't do much besides that so for me a one shot is a very similar feel okay um but what i so I can't say speak to that. Now that being said, if if you are uh, if you really like spinning, like it might be fun to, to be able to let your hair down a little bit, and right. then to do that, I could definitely see that. But for me personally, uh, that that's kind of how I play the regular game anyway. Uh, but even then, to be able to explore s- skill sets that you might not normally explore, because D and D five E is such a social pillar heavy. Right. This is where it says it's flipped on its head. That exploration and combat. Really become king, yeah. So that's this is a great place to explore that as a player, because especially like if you're clearing a dungeon and that's your one shot, you darn well know there's going to be some traps in there. I mean, so then you get to to, to practice that skill set. Right. Uh, what I got to do with Hakeem Shashin, which is a guy I played and I mentioned quite a bit, uh, yeah. he was a coward, which yeah. is the exact opposite of characters i play my characters are always ready to fight right right uh so that was a really interesting thing well and so that may that maybe is actually a pretty good example of what i'm what i'm talking about is as a player from an rp standpoint Mm -hmm. would you say there was some discomfort in trying to run a character who uh who was i mean archetypically the opposite end of the spectrum yeah not really because it was so much fun Okay. I created just such a fun character. Yeah, he, I was, he, he was a lot of fun. And, so and, I had no problems uh, get living in that headspace. Uh, it would be an interesting to be like a evil character and really take on that evil character. And, right, you right. know, and, and maybe that's a, maybe that's a, a better example of yeah. kind of, but I, I, I just think that whatever skill sets we are exercising when we're at the table in whatever kind of game, long form yeah. games, short form games, those, um, I think that we can, through through preparation, through actions at the table, insulate insulate ourselves in some cases against certain skill sets being used yeah. uh, more often. And I think that certainly as a DM, you're doing yourself a disservice uh, to 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 not allow yourself, especially in a space as safe as a one yes. shot, um, to allow those that you know that, that yeah that's that, a, a good way I, I think of thinking about pushing your your envelope in those yeah. spaces if you don't improv much maybe don't prep for your one shot at all or prep very very little you know right. what i mean and put yourself in a spot where you know, by the end of the session your players might be going like dude did you do any prep and you go like nope no i didn't did yeah, you have but- a good time like what did you and they might go like ah it's not as good as your long form you know whatever but no doubt you had some opportunity to to be in a headspace that you would never allow yourself right. to be in in your long form games which um, is a question I've been wanting to ask from the beginning, but I want to hold off till we get to kind of, I feel like we've really fleshed this out. Yeah. How, I think a valuable lesson we've been hinting at this entire time is one shots can be a great uh, teacher, teach you lots of lessons, 
to transfer over to your long form campaign. Yes. So, uh, what would you say are the are the biggest lessons that you that is it just living outside your comfort zone and taking the, your weaknesses and sharpening those up? Is that like one of the biggest? Well, ones? I think it's a it's a very it's a very non committal place to do that. Yeah. I mean, in the same way that you know you probably aren't trying uh, that brand new trick shot in the NBA Finals. Right. You're right. probably trying it in practice when right. you're you know. I mean, um, but I I will say uh, I actually think probably one of the biggest takeaways and I I. It's no wonder I consider pacing to be uh, one of the most challenging aspects of running the game. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, as we've gotten more and more into this enterprise and yeah. uh, some of the shoots, I've been thinking more and more about pacing. But yeah. I, I think it's no wonder why uh, when I sit down, kind of in one shot territory, it's like, all right, I'm 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 gonna I'm out of my comfort zone. It's a good great example of just being in one shot territory. I'm yeah. kind of out of my comfort zone, and uh, I think that's a big takeaway for players and DMs alike. Is one shots can be a very very valuable teaching tool mm-hmm. for managing pacing. You've got four mm-hmm. hours to do something meaningful. It's not going to be an overarching, no. you know, three volume. Uh, this is epic a Diablo tale. style dungeon crawl, right. maybe, or and I, something. And I think if you really are a, a let's say, a narrative centric DM, you really what's important to you is telling a meaningful story. Yeah, that doesn't mean you can't in four hours tell a meaningful story, but that becomes the challenge, right? Because anyone, and I mean anyone, you know, I could get, grab a chimp and be like, "Hey, chimp, here's the DMG. You've got two hours. You're running a one shot in, you know, <laughs> and it writes Shakespeare, it's, right? It's, well, yeah. Then what monkeys but, do with typewriters? They forget. They 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 they, uh, they run one shots. They, oh, they that's write, what they do. Ah. A fully homebrewed, fleshed out, beautiful world. Wow, this that is I'm very well balanced. <laughs> six new classes with four subclasses each. This wow. chimp is amazing. Um, but no, the the, the thing is, is you that, we just expose wizard. You know, wizards of the coast. That's how they do it. Yeah, well, just you know, kidding. It's just kidding. Yeah, that's yeah. You you just pissed off. Some, I just pissed off. Just, no, they do a great job. Sorry, serious wizards writers. <laughs> um, no, but but it's it really is um, a space where I think running players through just kind of a rules as written uh, mm-hmm. experience that is the bare minimum. That's the bar to entry for a one shot, right? Because like, let's strip any narrative out, and I just go. You're a fighter, you're a wizard, you're a rogue, uh, you're a cleric. Okay. Cool. Classic party, you guys are off. There's a, a dungeon ahead of you. Uh, there's there's treasure you want in that dungeon. Go. And then I, maybe I put some traps in there, maybe I put some monsters, there's treasure in there. Yep. You do it. Who can't run that? Anyone right. can run that. Yeah. I think the the real test, and 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 this is the aspect where you start challenging pace. You'll be challenged on pace to some extent to just get it done. But the real test I think is to take that same experience and provide some meaningful motivation. And that might even be like a, that's, that's one shot goals. That's Mm -hmm, for, mm -hmm. that's for once I just get them through the damn dungeon. Right. You know, but I think that's really the space that, um, that if you're big on, on narrative and story and those things, that is not to say just abandon it outright, right? But it it really will be a test of your skill as a storyteller yeah. to to fit something meaningful in that space. Yeah. And that's something. I mean, I'm eager to run our next one because because I've given it so much more thought than I ever have. Well, yeah. as of late, 
to sit down and and implement a lot of the things I've been thinking about, and mm-hmm. then going, okay, now my now my test, now that I've got kind of the little adventure laid out, yep. is what what am I going to inject into this space to make the players care about what they're doing? Right. Because again, hacking up monsters and collecting loot, awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if we can give, if we can add that extra layer of here's why you're doing it Mm -hmm. and, and, and you feel something about what you're doing. um, I think that is, that's a a stratification above the, the barrier, the baseline entry for your one shot. Right. Right. um, One, one other consideration player side that I, I would be really interested in, in hearing about is what are your thoughts on, Almost every player that I know okay. has more characters than they're possibly ever going to run. Yeah, I mean, you, you're definitely I'm, one, I'm of, one them. of those guys. Yeah. But I actually think even people who aren't really prolific with their character building, right. they've got ideas floating around yeah. there, you know. Um, and certainly there's space for DMs to exercise and and play around with things that they may not feel comfortable trying in their, we'll call their main games, their, you know, their, their long-form games. What I really like from a player standpoint is, like, I would love to see Hakeem Shishim again. Yeah. I, and 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 I think the beauty is, is a one-shot is kind of a player opportunity to give an elevator pitch to all of their buddies who game with them on, hey, this is what I've had rolling around in my head for a while. Yeah. And the thing is, is that there's nothing to say that another one-shot down the road or a five-shot down the road or a three to 10 down the road or a one to 20 down the road Yeah, that you might go, I loved being in those shoes. I loved being in that skin. Right. So talk with me a little bit about kind of using the one shot as an audition process for ideas in your head and being able to weed out ones that maybe in your head were great and yeah. just didn't play so well on the table and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what Hakeem Shashim was. Uh, his personality was something I was just having fun with. But the mechanics was he was a bard, warlock, uh, multi-class. Oh, the classic bardlock. Bardlock. You and I, son of a gun. Uh, with the Hexblade uh, subclass because, you know, I'm all about that. But um, so really it was a, a test of the mechanical stuff. That being said, I did end up making him slightly different um, for his Eldritch uh, abilities. For He did do more controlling. It wasn't damage. It was if he got hit, he got pushed and oh, slowed. Yeah. Yep. Which, oh, that's a fun combination to have on a cantrip. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pretty gnarly. Yeah, it was just, but it was, uh, didn't do damage. It was all control. So I, I, it was, it, that was an idea. I was like, oh, because I'm in my next character. I'm trying to decide who I wanted to play. I was like, oh, let's just see how this bard lock feels. And I don't think I could see me playing as a one through 20 for sure. But um, yeah, it's definitely a fun time to play out characters. Maybe personality types, maybe. But the thing is, is because it's so concentrated, it's just a one shot. Maybe play with a quirk or something to see if you like it. Like, hey, I want to play with an alcoholic character. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Okay. And, And yeah, no, keep going. Oh, so like, okay, and then then figure out, hey, what implications will that have? Would I be willing to deal with that quirk for 20 levels or whatever? Right, right. And I think you can do some really fun things by way of just the context that you're instantiating in that game. I mean, you could you could make a one-shot where everyone has to have a quirk. It's just a requirement of the one-shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's a fun space to be able to, again, go, this is something I wouldn't really wish upon my 1 to 20, Um but it's it's maybe something fun to play around right. with in this space. And maybe it might, like, um, I know uh, Talison uh, is really good at 
putting in pretty severe weaknesses in his characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it, you can totally do it in a 1 through 20. It does take a little bit more uh, care, I think. Yeah. But uh, Well, yeah. and I think the cool part is 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 there's there is a a narrative incentive that you can tie into that that can be a weakness you overcome. That can yep. be something that drags your character into the blackness of moral, you know, a, a right. morally black area. Who knows? But uh, yeah, how, how many books have you read where it's like, oh, it's a perfect, perfect person the whole entire time, and yay, it's this perfect. Everything they do is perfect. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. I, uh, thinking of the new Star Wars movie, the Ray Skywalker, who is just as instantly good at everything. It's like, well, I don't. Right. You're right. not Luke who trained. You don't and get overcame the, the sense of and, of growth in that yeah, space. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and I guess that's uh, interesting because obviously you won't get that sense of growth in a one shot. No. But what I what I love uh, th that you were talking about in, in terms of quirks, I think uh, there's all sorts of quirks you can play with that are that have no mechanical basis. Yeah, uh, you could have a stutter if you wanted to play Ooh, around with that. That'd be interesting. You could be blind. Uh -huh. that, I mean, now obviously that has mechanical implications. Yeah, I mean, you could with talk with theorists or something like that. With, yeah, I mean, there's, there are all sorts of interests. Yeah, that yeah, you could yeah. Do. But you could, I mean, you could you could play a character that had. Not the Braves voice, uh, Sam Regal style. Like, like it still blows me away that that was what he brought to the table. And and I, I mean, I ended up loving the character. So, yeah. But I remember right when he when it when he first presented, not he even made mention he like, made, like this. Like, yeah, this, this is, is it. it. This, this is, is the it. one. You know. And yeah. and but the thing is, is that like, what better place to be able to play around and tweak those and go like. I was starting to annoy myself by the end of the one. Yeah, so, it's so maybe great... I want to pull that back. Um, but it's a great place to take those those aspects and um, and you know really be able to attack them. And and like I said, I I think I would advocate, and this is for DMs and players alike, is go more aggressive. Find find where push that line is. Yeah, this is the time to push the yeah, limits because you might play a character and go, oh, man, I love them. I wonder if I had gone a little further with that. I wonder if I had taken mm. that to a more extreme place. Maybe you'd find that it's even more interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'd find no, but it's four hours. Yeah, you know, or again, I keep saying four hours. Whatever, whatever, whatever the time is. your session is. But yeah, um, and and I think so. I think that's something to absolutely uh, keep in mind. And I mean, I think as a whole, we've existed in this this really important sphere for one shots and i and think it oh go ahead i was about to say uh because we've been talking about how serious and that got me thinking that the tr one i think the most truly beneficial thing of one shots are is they're almost like a palate cleanser if you're running a long form campaign I and like all that. of a sudden really you like bring that. in a one shot it can be a breath of fresh air and just revive it's like eating lots of sushi and then you get that pickle ginger clear everything up and now you're ready for more sushi nice yeah know? no i i think that's such a an apt analogy um, and you know, it may even be worth considering for everyone out there who, uh, are, you know, doing the, on the long form grind on those one to twenties, um, to maybe think about the one shot as a tool in your toolbox to, um, to kind of provide a little bit of that, that relief, that release. Um, and you may, you, you may come to find that, it's it's kind of a weird thing to say, like, hey, we're going to run a totally different session that has nothing to do with what we're doing. Uh, I'm, I've never met a player who's not like, I would love an opportunity to run a different character and play around, you know? Yeah, like, one-shots are amazing for player characters. Yeah. Yeah, we and, love them. And so I don't see that, you know, that, but I 
I'm not sure, and I like that you hit on this, that DMs are always thinking about the one shot as one of the many tools, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in in the repertoire of ways that we can enhance the experience of the table. Maybe you're in a slog, a an absolute grueling monkey on the player's back slog to the, whatever that MacGuffin is that's in a horrendous place. Right. Maybe it's been three, four, five sessions of just really oh, being brutal. being pushed down on as a player. Right. What a cool way for them to show up for a session and go, hey, guys, I I think you guys have been crushing it at the table, and yeah. I really think, like, everyone wouldn't mind just a breath of fresh air on this one. Let's let's do X, Y, Z. It does often feel like one-shots are rewards. You know, like, hey, that's Christmas a great time. way of thinking about uh, it. Hey, it's, it's 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 Halloween. Let's let's have a reward. Let's relax. Let's have a one shot. Yeah. Th- speaking of Halloween, I was thinking it would be a really fun one shot yeah. to run a one shot in which your actual characters you play in your regular game are just dressed up in costume as the what they want to play in the one shot. So Kel can put on like a ranger outfit and oh, like, that'd be weird. And, you know, oh, gonna, that'd be a head. It'd be, it'd, be a, it'd be a weird. Yeah. It would be a weird. Yeah. Like you. I mean, you fully. You could have to give me a hot. Like oh, that's gonna take some time. I could just yeah. shove the table and improv that. No, way. no, 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 no. <laughs> but it just it just jumped in my head as like, oh, that'd, that'd be an interesting. I like move. that idea. Or um, uh, what was it? I love. Uh, I think they did. What's that one show again? Critical Role, yeah, uh, where Grog ran a one shot in the game as Grog. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my yeah. god, that is beautiful how they did that. Yeah, yeah, and and that's another thing is I think the one shots, um, uh, and this is really I think the last thing I've got to say on okay. on one shots yeah, before we kind of get into our yeah. summary. But I love that you kind of open this can of worms because there's actually a, a ton. One shots as rewards, beautiful. I mm-hmm. love that idea. Um, even and and talking about integrating into the game, yeah. Maybe that MacGuffin they've been slogging towards is some kind of strange orb, and when they place their hand on it, they are sucked into another dimension where they're totally different characters, and you literally run a one shot. Oh, that'd be fun! And that's, yeah, and so it's literally a reward. And in that right. one shot, maybe they collect copious amounts of treasure, and it just you can you can no, it's got to like- be killing rats and collecting dairy products. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I I will. That's all it is. I will. All one shots can be is killing rats and (laughs) fetch quests and fetch quests for farmers who should be doing their own damn dairy collection. I'm sorry. Like, does someone not work for you, Mister McMullen? There's this one awesome. uh, I forget what which uh, YouTube channel does it. It's like a death knight just beginning his beginning, and he's like doing all the fetch quests. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah, (laughs) it's amazing. Um. So, but on that note, so definitely using them as rewards, yeah. I think that's great, and and keeping them in mind as this is a uh, a tool that we have uh, at our disposal. Both of those are really, really mm-hmm. potent ways of thinking about one shots. Um, I think the last thought I have is a one shot is also a great place for other people at the table who might want to run the game. Oh yeah, yeah. So and again, I've often expressed there there, there oh, might be it just makes me gross thinking about me donning the cloak of a DM. Well, you know, it's uh I, I'll I'll have you know I generally wear nothing underneath that cloak. Oh. So when when you're putting it on, it's gonna be a little sticky in there. It's, uh, it's Tuesday. It's uh no, but uh <laughs> it 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 I really think it's a it's a great place. And again, you see a, a you see a lot of the big actual plays engage in this activity because again Every DM has their own voice. Everyone and and just by nature of changing seats, yeah. just everyone rotate to the right. 
Now all of a sudden you're in a space where no matter what they're running, yeah, it's gonna have a different. It's gonna there's a new flavor to it. And how nice is that for as a DM where you can be like, you know what? I don't. I can just be a player. Yeah, just to relax a little bit. Yeah, and I, so it's like I said. I think it, it's kind of that fits under the umbrella of it being come a to reward. The dark side. Come be a player again. Come, come be a player. You know you want I'll to. Be, it's it's been so long since I've been in the player seat, and I, I mean, I think I think what we need to do is we're gonna have to shoot an episode where, uh, I mean, it sounds like you're probably, probably uh, you're probably first, next uh, in line for secession, but um, I would love to see an Amanda or uh, Ariel one shot. That'd be amazing. Uh, I would I would love to see any. Honestly, I'd love to do a whole series. Like like oh, like yeah. maybe do a four shot, but where the DM changes every oh, time. That would be really so you, fun. Hey, you I pick up where you left off. Yeah. I like and that. And you could do whatever you want with the That's story. Fun. Yeah. I like that. That's Actually, a great that idea. I think that might be That's coming a down the pipeline. Idea. That might be coming down the pipeline. You can't have that internet. That's ours. Yeah, we we did it first. I'm <laughs> copyrights. Uh, trademarks. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we need to say, yeah. but we did. I don't it. know the legal stuff, but <laughs> know that we're gonna get that sorted out. Yep. Um <laughs> No, I think uh, I think with that um, final thoughts as a player, just or maybe kind of sum the, up. The, yeah, yeah, give me give me a up. sum up on uh, you know yeah. wh why one shots. What are, what, yeah. what's good about one them? shots? Our players are are just fantastic. So as a, as a player, it's hey, we all have that catalog of characters. Explore it. Maybe it's mechanical that you want to see. Like, hey, is this a cool mechanical character I might want to explore later on? Who knows? Maybe you want to be more powerful. Maybe explore the weaker side of things just because it's different and it's fun. Maybe a personality thing. It's, an, it's a, a, a space to explore these ideas. But what I, I think what I overall, it's a place to have fun. Yeah. And I think that's where one shots, that's what is so magical about them is there's tons of opportunity to be silly and not a lot of repercussions. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it, lovely. Yeah, and I think uh, I actually think that that can graft verbatim into the DM sphere. Mm -hmm. Is I think there's so many times as DMs, even though it may not be repercussions in the same sense, you know, we are considering that we're at point A and we need to get to point I don't know W by the time this yeah. is all said and done, you know, <laughs> um, uh, you know, and as they're, as they're moving through and they, again, they might get there in all sorts of crazy ways, yep. but we, to some extent are kind of sheep herding a broader narrative as we move through this space, you know, obviously you want to give that as much room to flourish in the organic ways that it wants to move. Um, again, all of that goes out the window kind of, mm -hmm. you know, you can take off the armor of, needing to optimize you can take off the armor of needing to 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 manage really anything yeah. you could be um, like, hey uh, what's that shopkeeper's uh brother's name uh, his name's go uh go, uh, go screw yourself yeah <laughs> you know, like, yeah i mean you can so so the and and i think that 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 is really that's the reward to dms in often mm -hmm. cases it's the reward to players yeah um i think it's something that uh and again it's actually going to become a major point of my my sum up um Think about that space as a tool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not just, hey, it's any other game night. You know, in the same way you'd employ certain monsters in an encounter, certain encounters in an environment, certain uh, narrative hooks. I mean, you, all of these things, there are some awesome ways that you can tie one-shots directly into your long-form game. Mm -hmm. You can step away entirely from your long-form game and do something mm -hmm. totally untethered. Right. And, and there's a ton of value in being able to still sit down, keep the momentum of play going, right? Uh, without without going. Hey guys, I know you've been grind like you've been grinding, you've been working through this big murder dungeon, you whatever it is. 
so that's uh, and again, I don't think I'd articulated it that way, but I will from now on be thinking about one shots as as how can I utilize this as a tool in a broader spectrum of tools to enhance the experience at the table. I love that. Well, and I hate to, uh, I don't want to because we're we're wrapping up so well, but I, I just a thought came across. I mean, this is how we no. Use- the world is yours. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. It's my fault. I deserve this. Um, but because we use this with our one shot, it's also as uh, very quickly, wonderful way. You, yeah, to bring in new players. Oh yeah, like hey, you have veterans players set up. Hey, bring in a person who's interested in D and D where they can see it. Hey, a very quick like a, you know a shotgun blast to the face of D and D. Yeah, and then they can decide from there if they want to start going fast. This Tuesday. Um, yeah, no, I think, uh, I, 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 I love it. Sorry. Um, I didn't mean to bring that, but I just like, it just came across my mind. There. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I, I think it's worth tacking in. It's a, it is a, it's a great place. It's a great non-committal way. Cause again, we're talking about not spending a week building right. a character only to have someone sit at the table and go like, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. it's a great place to be able to, it's one of the few places, even with new characters or new players that I would feel good handing them a pre-generated character mm-hmm. and go like, don't worry, you you may right. not love this character by the end, but you'll know what you're doing. Right, and then and, four hours, he's dead anyway because yeah. I'm going to kill him because that's what DMs do. Oh, I thought you meant as a player you're going to kill him, and I was going to go like, man, you are a sadistic Yeah, yeah every new player I meet, I make sure <laughs> just, I kill him. Jeez. Immediately dump your entire action economy into <laughs> killing him and be like, you suck at this game. Get off my table. Um, that that's, is how that's, we introduce new players at that's Modern why I'm Myth. popular at table <laughs> no no I think uh, I, I love that you uh, attack those in because I yeah, really do think that that's a, but, yeah. a, a great note um, no I think I think that sums up uh, both sides of I kind of so. uh, you know certainly the the aspects of one shots that I, I don't know about you but I'm, I'm wanting to play one shot all of a sudden I, I think we better get on it we I better love start this. organizing love this. the one shot who oh, so, I, so I'm I am very interested to uh See, I'm I'm gonna reach out to One Shot Mill, yeah, and say, hey, before our conversation, I'd love to hear your thoughts on uh, what we said, and maybe it's even a point of we, conversation we can have in uh, in our yeah, conversation. Yeah, because we're there, we're talking to a master. We're we're just you know, he is. We're the just master. dabblers. I'm just dabbling. I like to dabble. Every Tuesday, I'm dabbling a little bit. Oh, I know. Let's <laughs> well, turn off these cameras. Uh, with <laughs> <laughs> the world is yours. <laughs>